Hello, and welcome to the Confident Sober Women podcast. I'm your guide, Shelby John. I'm the mother of three, wife to one, and sober since July 1st, 2002. As sober women, we have something huge in common. And when we share our lives and our stories with each other, we feel that sense of belonging and connection so we know we are no longer alone. In this podcast, you will hear real-life talk about building confidence and transforming your life beyond recovery. So come on, let's talk. Hey there, Sober Ladies. When you hear the word meditation, what do you automatically think about? Did you just roll your eyes? Are you like, really? Another person talking about meditation? Ugh. I totally get it. And I have been there for most of my life, and frankly, I still can be when I am not spiritually and physically fit. But just go with me for a second. Today, I am so excited because I want to talk to you about meditation, but not the regular kind you're used to hearing about. It's a little bit different, an active form of meditation for all of us ADD sober people out there who think it's impossible to sit quietly for more than 10 seconds. So have you guys seen Glennon Doyle's Super Soul Talk back from April 2020, where she's talking about hot yoga? It's on YouTube. You can just Google Glennon Doyle yoga and it'll come up. It's really good. It's a it's a quite a good segment. It's not very long. And if you don't know her work, she is a sober woman. She's a mother and an author. And she describes in detail the challenges of her journey. She's used... Um, <clears throat> She used to have a blog called Momistry back in the day, and I thought it was really helpful in my early sobriety days and when I was parenting younger kids, and she now has a few books out. She's divorced from her sex addict husband, and she's now married to Abby Wambach, a famous soccer player, and I would definitely recommend checking out her books if you're not familiar with them. So anyway, in the Super Soul session, she's describing her experience And the instructor says to them, set an intention for the class. And someone says some kind of woo-woo yoga thing. And Glennon says, my intention is to stay on this mat and try to handle whatever is about to happen here without running out of the room. And the instructor told her, okay, honey, just be still. Glennon goes on to talk about how it was literally the hardest 90 minutes of her life because of all of the confusion and the pain of her past, her betrayal, and the terror of her future, she had to sit there and just surrender to all of the pain and feel what it means to be fully human. The instructor came up to her after the class and said, what you just did there was the work of the warrior. So Glennon kind of like brushes it off. She goes home. She picks up a book that she's been reading and she's flipping through And she lands on this page and it says, if you can sit with the hot loneliness for 1.6 seconds today, when yesterday you could only sit with it for one, then that is the journey of the warrior. Whoa, are you kidding me? Really? That's where she landed in her book. I just couldn't believe it. I, I was really inspired by her message there and basically the concept of sitting within our own pain, but doing something kind of active like yoga while we're dealing with it. And the way she describes it was pretty remarkable. So check it out. So my first yoga experience wasn't quite as prolific, but it was similar. 
I wasn't really interested in yoga, but my acupuncturist kept telling me that she really wanted me to do yoga. And so I finally went. So like Glennon, for me, staying in the room was the goal. And it was really hard for me. I couldn't turn my brain off. I couldn't be still. I couldn't stand that there wasn't a clock in the room for me to track how long I had left. But I finished the class and I stayed in the room the whole time. And then I even went back. And you know what? The next time I was able to shut my brain off for a few more minutes and it got better and better. And now I can't even believe the class is over when I feel like it literally just started. If you haven't tried it, or if you have, but it's been challenging for you, don't give up. I want you to just keep doing the work of the warrior. You're building emotional sobriety, and it's really a lot of work. And active meditation is a huge part of this process. This is the challenging thing about meditation, right? You know, those times when you're scrolling through social media and you see an influencer in a perfectly positioned flying locust pose, right? And if you don't know what a flying locust pose is, just Google it. It's literally something that doesn't seem like it should be humanly possible. And then there's a post about meditation and spirituality. And you're thinking to yourself, man, I wish I could do that. But you know that within 20 seconds, your mind will be all over the place because you're thinking about all the things or you're bored or you fall asleep. Because how in the literal heck are we supposed to do that? How can we learn how to be still or quiet or sit with ourselves for any length of time? This is really important as we become emotionally sober women and we're doing this work of big change, really learning how to sit in the discomfort of life, really. And all you can think about is, how is this relaxing? I do love yoga now and I and I really enjoy it, but I definitely don't do fancy poses. I just go in and I totally am just on my mat and I just allow my body and my mind to kind of go wherever it goes and feel what it feels for that day. And it's been really, really helpful for me. So you've heard the speeches about the benefits of practicing meditation and mindfulness. You probably even heard it if you have been in a treatment center or if you've been around the rooms in the last, you know, five or six years or up till now, because they've really started to bring in a lot more complementary types of therapies and treatments to uh, recovery work, which is amazing. It's all like get in touch with your inner self, sit quietly and listen. But there are some people out there who just can't sit still. And I know for me, I am one of those people. I do struggle with being very kind of hyper and high strung. So sitting quietly for me is definitely not my natural way. Maybe you can relate to that because you're the type of person who can't sit still, but your mind still needs a break. You may never sit on the floor with your legs crossed and crisscross applesauce with your mind quiet and achieve that state of meditation. That just might not be how it happens for you. And that's okay because you can get the restorative effects that you need from a more active type of meditation. So how many of you enjoy walking? I know lately, especially with the corona situation, I have been doing a ton of walking. In the beginning, we were doing a lot of walking and then I started meeting friends because it seemed like a safe activity at the time. And I uh, really started enjoying walks with my husband even actually more than we normally can because he was working from home. So we just had a little bit more time. And I bet 
even you have enjoyed some walking with uh, quarantine and Corona because it's one of the safe things that we can do. And it's a form of active meditation. So before you wave me off and say, Shelby, you're crazy. How can you walk and meditate at the same time? Just hear me out. Okay, guys. So what's one thing you always have with you all the time at your side? I'll give you a hint. It's not your spouse. (laughs) It's your phone. And your phone is a huge distraction and time sucker. The first step is going to be leave your phone at home. I want you to leave your phone at home and then go on a walk without your phone. Trust me, the world will keep turning and you won't be gone that long. So even if a disaster strikes, you'll be okay and your people will be okay. So I want you to go outside for maybe 10 to 15 minutes. And the second part of this, I want you to begin to focus on everything around you. You want to engage all of your senses with this. You want to start noticing what you can see around you. Maybe the leaves on the trees, maybe the grass, maybe you're in the city so there's more tall buildings or cars, maybe there's birds or other flowers. Notice what you can hear. The sounds of the wind or wildlife, the sounds of cars or sirens, depending on where you are. Just really using all of your senses throughout the course of your entire walk. We want to engage the whole body and mind. The third step is to stop thinking about everything on your to-do list. You can get to those things when you get back. They will still be there, trust me. So I want you to let all of that go and focus on what you're doing in this moment. Just literally bring yourself to your space right now while you're walking, noticing the color of the sky, the smell of the flowers, the sounds of the birds, and everything else around you. During this time, I also want you to allow yourself to focus on gratitude. In this moment, It's impossible not to be able to find something or many things to be thankful for. And you can start calling them out either out loud or just in your mind. I mean, silly things like I'm thankful for crunching leaves. Thank you for cool air on my face. Thank you for feet to carry me. Thank you for this warm sun on my skin. Whatever's going on, you can start to take yourself right into that space of gratitude which is an also amazing form of meditation. So see how this works? So you're walking, you're noticing everything with your senses, and you're still focusing on gratitude, which is all a form of meditation. You're already doing it. So while you're walking along, I want you to allow your thoughts just to come in and out. Just notice them, but not really focusing on anyone in particular. Allow the thoughts and then tap into the senses and the feelings in your physical body. I want you to also notice the space that you're taking up while you're walking. Notice how your feet are hitting the ground and your arms are gently swinging. As you do this more often and you start to make this a regular part of your life, turning your brain off and your mindfulness on will become easier and easier and you will start wanting to add this into your daily routine as often as possible, maybe even more than once a day. Meditation is also a form of spirituality, and it doesn't have to be sitting in a quiet room, as you can see. We are connecting with something outside of ourself or a source of energy just from 
being outside, using all of our senses and focusing on gratitude. See how this is combining active meditation with spirituality and a mindfulness reset. So we all need that reset. We need a chance to connect with that thing outside of ourselves, that energy source, and release the tension and the tightness of the world, as well as our never-ending thoughts. Because I don't know about you, but man, those thoughts just go and go and go. I've gotten so much better at this through the years as I've used things like uh, yoga. I've used things like walking meditation. I've also utilized my morning meditation routine for this. It's gotten easier and easier for me with time. And I can tell that because I've done those things, I have more peace and joy during my day. And I have more connection. Like a sp- I have more spiritual connection. I feel more spiritually fit. Because active meditation gives us high-strung folks a shot at the benefits without the challenge of sitting quietly alone, right? We don't have to be in alone, sitting in the um position, dark and just by ourselves, we can be outside in nature because nature is honestly a force all of its, all its own. And the energy that comes up from the earth and into our bodies helps to restore us to sanity. Honestly, it helps to release the tension and tightness and really restore our minds and bodies into a state of the presence. And you're getting the benefits of the fresh air, the sunlight, the vitamin D, and all of the sights and sounds around you. You can also do active meditation with other activities like drawing or using adult coloring books, maybe riding your bike or swimming or even making food. As long as you're able to release any thoughts that come in during that time and not stop on any one thing while you're doing it, then you are doing meditation. You're fixed on gratitude and the physical body and you're allowing yourself to gently release and focus on the present moment. This is also what they're talking about when we use the term mindfulness. Mindfulness is bringing your center back to the space you're in right now, bringing your mind and your body to the present moment and allowing yourself to feel all the things that are happening right now. I really want to see you guys start incorporating this in your life on a regular basis. So again, it can look like maybe an afternoon walk or maybe it's at lunchtime and you need a chance to like get up from your desk and kind of walk around. If you can get outside, I would highly encourage that too. put a coat on, put an umbrella or a rain jacket, um, whatever you need to do. We can be outside even if it's cold because we're not going to be out there for that long because even the cold can be restorative. If you can't be outside, fine, then just find some space in your home to incorporate this form of active meditation into your day. I would recommend finding a couple of different ways, maybe that morning meditation time, and then also maybe an evening or afternoon time. And again, this is not long. We're talking 10 to 15 max minutes, like make it longer if you want. If you have more time, go with that. If you don't want it to be very long, do what you can. So I think that this is something that's going to be very helpful for us to be more focused on mindfulness and meditation without all of the fancy yoga positions or the kind of guru style meditations that seem very complex or complicated. There's also several apps on your phone that you can use to help you if you want. You can use Headspace or Relax Melodies or the Calm app. 
those kinds of tools can be there for you if you like that. If you don't, that's fine too. Just do it on your own. So I hope this gives you an understanding about how you can incorporate meditation in your life today without it being the traditional style. Look for opportunities to create active meditation in your life. Maybe there's things that you, you could do that I haven't even mentioned here. That's great. Just drop them in the Facebook group, Confident Sober Women, so we can all enjoy the experience and we can celebrate your wins and um, help support you along your way. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you like what you've heard, make sure you hit the subscribe button above and hey, leave a review. If you aren't already a part of that Facebook group, come on over. It's called Confident Sober Women. I'll leave the link below. And I'll, I want to leave you with a final thought. If we are facing in the right direction, all we have to do is keep walking. A Zen proverb. See you next week. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Confident Sober Women. If you enjoyed this conversation, hit the subscribe button above so you won't miss any upcoming episodes. And hey, if you really loved it, leave me a review. You can learn more about the Sober Freedom Inner Circle membership at www.shelbyjohncoaching.com forward slash inner circle. See you next time.